I am so excited to be working with Pandora to bring you this season of Rain with Josh Smith. The new Pandora Me collection is all about embracing who you are and celebrating self-expression, just like this very podcast. The stunning new collection allows you to personalize chunky chain bracelets, rings, hoops, and necklaces to really express your own style. There are no rules when it comes to expressing who you are and how you feel with rings that can be connected together, mix and match links to create unique bracelets and pendants that can be added to necklaces or earrings. There are so many different ways to represent who you are with this completely customizable collection. And there's something for everyone with prices ranging from 15 to 200 pounds. It's affordable luxury at its finest. The new Pandora Me collection is available to shop now. Just head over to uk.pandora.net to check it out or pop into your nearest store. I'm heading over there now as there's a silver chain necklace I have my eye on and a stunning link spelling out freedom that feels very me. Hey, I'm Josh Smith and welcome to another series of my podcast, Rain. If you're new here, first of all, where have you been? been babe but second and most importantly i'm so glad you are here now this podcast is all about being the kings and queens of our own lives and it's full of empowering stories from brilliant guests as well as some incredible words to live by and of course a lot of lols too we all look at our favorite celebrities and think they've got it all and it's so easy to forget no matter who you are and what you do ultimately we are all the same In each episode, I'll be chatting to some of our favourite stars about the most human of experiences, how they've dealt with tough times and overcome them to reign over their lives. I've always found these conversations so inspiring, whether that's me making changes in my life, my relationships, or just getting my gym gear on. So I'm really hoping you will too. Welcome to Rain. In this episode of Rain with Josh Smith, we are joined by Bond girl, Leia Sidhu. And my God, is she so chic and her voice is so soothing. Leia hit the big time when she starred in the queer love story, Blue is the Warmest Colour, which made history at the Cannes Film Festival by winning the top prize that no other actor has ever won before. She went on to star in the likes of Robin Hood, Mission Impossible, and Inglorious Bastards, but it was her role as Bond girl, Madeline Swan, that gave her a license to frill. And after starring opposite Daniel Craig in Spectre, Leia became the first Bond girl ever to return to the franchise and is currently starring in the long-awaited sequel, No Time to Die. Leia's power goes far beyond the cinema screen too, having written for The Guardian during the beginnings of the Time's Up movement about the sexual harassment she suffered from in her career. In this episode, as Leia gets ready to say goodbye to Bond, she hits back at sexist stereotypes, saying she no longer wants to play the game of sexualizing herself and her characters. And she also opens up about managing her mental health and her imposter syndrome. I love what Leia has to say about respecting her inner voice, and I hope you take as much away from this chat as I do. So get your crowns at the ready. Well, hello, Leia. How are you? I am very good. (laughs) I'm in a very good mood, actually. Okay, stunning. Well, I am so excited to talk to you because personally, you're my favorite Bond woman or Bond 
hero heroine of all time oh, and thank you in the build up to this i've literally constantly been like when you're filming does that just constantly go through your head all the time yeah yes kind of but um <laughs> once i remember i was singing the theme and actually it was the wrong theme it was the mission impossible theme theme <laughs> But um, it's very, I have to say, exciting to be part of a of James Bond film. Yes. Oh my God! Definitely. I, I was I was really um, like a like a kid, you know. Every morning I was so happy to to be on set, and uh, it's like a, a dream come true for a little French like me. <laughs> and I think that everyone is so overexcited on the edge of yeah. their seat for No Time to Die. And mm -hmm. I just need to know what on earth can we expect? Because not only is it coming back, but there's the all-round creative genius Phoebe Waller-Bridge on the writing team as well. What can we expect from this new outing of Bond? Um, it will be again very um special and very new um i think that people will be surprised by the emotion of the film uh and um i feel that this time and thanks to phoebe wallerbridge the the female characters are much more interesting and they are like not even like it's not that they are, I mean, they are strong, but it's not only that, like they are interesting. They are interesting um, uh, characters and they have like a, a something to say and they are unusual and special. Mm. You'll see. <laughs> You're such a tease. Because I think as well that with your character, especially Madeline, like you are the first Bond girl, Bond girl in inverted commas, to actually return for a Bond movie. So when you're coming back and revisiting that character, what did you want to say with her this time around? I, uh, so the, the film starts and um, we get to know Madeline a little bit more. We, we, we see... Um, uh, the opening scene, actually, is um, Madeleine as a young girl with her mother. So I think that this it was important as well to get to know her and to understand her, you know, um, her history. And we see that she's also damaged. Um, as uh, I mean, like Bond, like James Bond. So we understand uh, their connection and why they are in love. And that, in my opinion, is very new, right? Mm. It's the first time that we, we get to know a female character a bit more, you know? Um, and so, yeah, it's, it's uh, foremost, a love story and we i mean 
it's the only subject, right? <laughs> yeah. Love just makes that world go round. And I think as well, what you've done so magnificently with your character and with this this kind of stereotype of what a Bond girl used to be, and you kind of turned her into a Bond woman, or even just a Bond human, fully fleshed character, which is so important. When you were trying to make that transition with this character and kind of break down those kind of old school stereotypes, how did that make you reflect on femininity, feminism, and also sexuality as well? Yes, um, what I like about Madeleine is that inspector already, she was not like uh, sexualized. Mm. She was objectified. She was just like, you know, a woman who, whom you can relate to, you know. Um, and, um, and this time, I think even more, because you really, um, she's um, the heartbeat of the film in a way. And, um, and so, um, yeah, you get, you, 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 you understand her in a, in a deeper way. And that also, that is very new to me. Um, and I like the fact that she's just like a woman. She's not like a uh, Bond girl or whatever. She's just a woman and she's not like stereotyped as Bond girls used to be. Um, she's, um, she doesn't, she doesn't wear a bathing suit or she, she, this time she even like, there is no, there is not the, no, romantic you know the romantic scene there's always like the where you see her in a dress like but that again is you know the idea of it's always there is always this uh, uh sexual sexualization behind you know and this time she's not like she's just a um yeah she's just a a human being <laughs> you know in that sense it's uh, it's very new mm -hmm. And I think as well, like what you're saying, it says about a lot about the sexist stereotypes we still actually place on female characters on screen. And in your own life, what kind of boxes, especially sexist boxes, have you been kind of put in and you've had to break through? And how have those kind of boxes you put in or been put in changed in your life, mm -hmm. would you say? Um... It's kind of uh, tricky because I felt that um, as an actress, when I started, I had to, uh, like a woman needed to be like uh, seductive, you know, and always play with um, sexuality, like with, I had to play with my own sexuality and you, I, I've been asked that, you know, in a, when I started. But me as a, as a, I mean, as a, as a person, uh, it's something that I've never really liked playing that game, you know? So I've always felt very uncomfortable with the fact that a woman had to be like, you know, uh, good looking and, uh, and fit and sexy and whatever. So you, 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 it's, it's something that I've, that I've felt, um, that I, that I was, uh, I was, at, I mean, in a tacit, tacit way, that it's something that I, ha yeah, it's a game that I had to play. But after that, like, 
maybe it's the way I grew up or it comes from my education. I've never felt that I was like uh, not uh, equal to men. Mm. Like, you know, um, I've never, I didn't have, I didn't feel that I had to, me in my country, and it's a, it's a free country. I mean, democratic country. Uh, I didn't have, I didn't have to fight, you know, to like, I felt that women, you know, um, had the chance to succeed as well as men. Um, and I know that in some other countries, the condition, women's condition is really, I mean, very difficult. And, and that, I mean, I'm conscious of that. But so to, to go back to, um, acting and 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 how i felt um so yeah i was there was like um uh this thing where like as an actor you know as an actress i was like asking that so i really like that now it's changing and i and the male gaze you know is like now i i i feel disappearing that's why as a as an actress I've, I've more like I've I was more inspired by by actors by men because they got rid of that question mm. the question of being like you know they were they were more free to me they felt more uh, more free and this is um, so I I I want to I want to stand for that in a way you know I want to be like I just, I just, I, I, I don't want to play the, 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 the sexual uh, undermeaning of it, like undermeaning. Uh, I want to, yeah, I want to get rid of that, of that question. Mm. I mean, that. Yeah, one thousand percent. Like that level inner, of sexism needs to yeah. go. And I think as well, what's been so amazing in the, in the years since the last Bond mm-hmm. film our culture has completely shifted in the context of Me Too and Time's Up. In your, in terms of your own voice, when you reflect back on the last seven years, how has your faith in your own voice changed? And do you feel like you have a stronger relationship with your inner voice and calling certain behaviours out now? No, as I said, like, I don't know if it comes from my education, but it's true that, and I know that I'm lucky, I, I've never like felt that my uh, the fact that I was a woman was an issue. You know, I've like um, I've always felt uh, very uh, strong in a way. Um, but uh, for the for the previous generations, there was a real uh, like fight. They had to, I mean, because of course uh, it's and it's relevant like when you see the films like even the old james bond it's of course that the 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 women are portrayed in a way that that were diminishing they were diminished you know and 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 actually i I think that james bond is a good um always uh spoke about like the 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 time it was the time it was like when it was made you know it's it spoke for you know it's a it's a good reflection on the world 
So I think that No Time to Die is uh, is uh, very accurate mm. for and I and I and I hope that girls and women will you know relate to the female characters and i think they will because this time yeah it's it's um the, they've become real they've become real and that's what we wanted right i love that and i think as well what's so amazing about madeline swan is that she, there's so much psychology behind her character and that's kind of how she communicates the whole way through Spectre and into this film as well. How has how have you worked on your own conversation with yourself and how have you learned to co- sort of look after your own mental well-being as well? That's a that's a tough question. Me me I'm very like tortured. I'm tortured like I'm like uh you know thinking a lot and um you know it's 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 been like it's it's uh it's interesting i mean life has more imagination than uh, than we do that's a very famous line from uh, francois truffaut who was the francois truffaut a french director that i love um and it's quite true so i just it's funny how things are just evolving all the time you know and um and I've, and it's and it's interesting i mean it's interesting yes when i did specter it was very different the, the the experience i had was very different from this one and actually uh when i did no time to die i was vulnerable much more vulnerable uh i was uh really tired and exhausted because i was just like uh um i've been working a lot you know, as as I don't know if you know, but I had like, I've done me- like many films. And it's true that um, when you're that exhausted, you work on, it's, uh, it's something else. It's, um, you have to, you have to deal with it. So I felt vulnerable and and I was uh, sometimes uh, angry at myself, you know. But uh, it, it's the way, you know, it's how it was. And and now I, with the pandemic and everything, I it's been difficult. I mean, like psychologically speaking. Mm. Um, but anyway, like cinema can really help. And it's, it's, you, you go through like emotions and, and states like that are, everything is interesting. Even um, being disturbed, disturbed is, (laughs) I mean, interesting. It's, it's not very clear what I said. Sorry. Oh, no, I think it's very clear. No, 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 it's clear. I think it's it's clear, clear. And I think a lot of people can resonate with that because I think as well, you know, this was meant to, this movie was meant to come out, God, like 18 months ago now. And like the, and we've all had to sit with ourselves in a new way yeah. and actually just have this new conversation with ourselves. And especially yeah. seeing as you were so busy, you know, you filmed like four movies back to back, you did not 
stop. When you actually took that mm-hmm. moment to sit back and reflect on yourself, your worldview and everything around you, what yeah. did you learn about yourself in that time? No, what what I know is that what what felt like very sad for me, this pandemic, is that this uh the fact that we we couldn't like really meet people and have like real uh real connection and so i i think i i need people you know i need to to share and to and and that i that was hard i thought uh and of course you you then you focus on it makes you understand that what's really important you know and i think that cinema cinema is important it's really important and I, and i'm really excited that the, that you know the audience will finally see the film and to be here and uh, the fact that uh, the premiere is happening it's also very emotional i'm really happy that uh, that it's it's finally coming out mm. and there's no escaping that this is a piece of cinematic history Mm-mm. this bond yeah. movie when you think about that that you're part of cinematic history which is such a cool thing to be able to say how yeah. do you cope with pressure when you hear things like that do you listen to pressure does pressure affect you are you just the kind of gal who's just like nah (laughs) i'm just gonna block it out (laughs) no i feel pressurized um i feel pressurized but um but i mean even if it's important you know cinema is important it's like it's it's a light it's it's entertainment so uh it it should be uh it's it's a joy. It should be a joy. I mean, it is a joy. So, no, I am. I'm, I'm just very happy. I felt like maybe the pressure when I was uh, at the time when I was shooting, because I, as you said, like I've worked like I've done like four films back to back. So I was like tired and everything, but. <laughs> I mean, I'm so I'm, I feel very lucky, and um, and really, it's been like amazing to be part of James Bond, and you know, I was uh, every morning, I was happy like to to work, even though it was like sometimes difficult, and um, I struggled, you know, it was really great. Because mm. there's a lot of physicality, like I mean, we've spoken about the. Yeah the psychology behind the character, but also the physicality of it is so demanding. What do you Mm -hmm. think this taught you about the power of your own physicality and your sort of like relationship with your own body image as well? Um, You just have to, you go for it, you know? Uh, And the, 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 the body is like has its own language. You can express things with your your body, and it's it's even like when it's you have an exhausted body. It's always like you have to use it. It's your tool. Uh, and I like to work with the body, and it helps to not be too much in your head. 
Awesome. <laughs> yeah, that is so true. And I and I mean, you are, well, I don't know if this is true or not, because you've already made one comeback. So who knows if you might even make another comeback in a James Bond movie. But this is definitely going to be Daniel Craig's last movie. It might also be your last Bond movie. Um, what do you think you've learned from working with Daniel? What's he kind of taught you? And then also, when you think about those last moments on set, how emotional were they to not only say goodbye to your character, maybe, wink, wink, or to also say goodbye to Daniel's Bond as well? Uh, no, I was, I was very, uh, of course, moved by the fact that it was his last film. Um, and um, we really, yeah, we wanted to give like, you know, everything we could uh, to make this film the best. But um, no, I think he really like created a, a very interesting character. Like he really, he did more than just act. Like really it's, even if James Bond is, I mean, Daniel, Daniel is not James Bond. I think that he uh, gave to his character some of his like um, qualities as a human being. And uh, the depth that Daniel has, you know, in life, like he's like, uh, he's, um, he, uh, he, he has this vulnerability. Um, and on screen, you can, you can sense that, you can feel that. And he always, you always uh, have the, the sensation that he's about to cry. I don't know, you know, he has this, um, um, like teary yes. yeah, would you, yeah, yeah. There is like this. Like, he's always on the edge of you know, and you really like you're drawn to to him, and that I think it's it's really uh, it's really new because so we have this empathy, so it creates empathy for the character. We have empathy for the character. And uh, I think it's it's really Daniel who gave this to to the to the, the character, mm. and so I think that's why the, the the people will miss him, I think, and it will be emotional. It's you know it's emotional for for everybody that it's his last because uh, he really like he was like yeah James Bond for fifteen years. Mm. It's a long so, time, but for me, you are the queen of the James Bond movies, just putting it out there. And this podcast oh, is all about celebrating queens. But, you know, you've got your crown on you right now, but who do you think has inspired you and passed the crown onto you? Uh, that's interesting. Um, many people are inspiring. You know what? I have, like, admiration for people who are, like, creators. People who are, like, trying to do things better in a way. I like that. This is something I admire. Rain and Pandora's latest collection, Pandora Me, are both all about celebrating who you are and telling your story in your own way. Their latest collection of bracelets, rings, hoops and necklaces can be completely customised to create your own individual pieces of jewellery. Pandora Me is all about self-expression and trust me, there is a piece for everyone. 
So if you want to tell your story or switch up your mood through jewellery, this is for you. Prices range from 15 to 200 pounds and it's in stores now or on uk.pandora.net. You're always inspiring people with what you do and you're always pushing the envelope as well, whatever you do. Like, I mean, you're an historic winner at the Cannes Film Festival, Blue is the Warmest Colour. You're now one of the biggest movie franchises in the world. But like, (laughs) I think everyone always sees the success, right? They always see the, you know, the red carpet moments. They see the glittering moments and they don't usually see what happens behind the scenes and the kind of journey you go on as well. Mm -hmm. When you look back at your amazing career, and I know you kind of accidentally fell into acting, (laughs) actually, Mm -hmm. which is amazing. Not really accidentally. No, it was not really an accident. I really wanted to become an actress, but yes and no. Like, it's paradoxical. And that's also one of my... It's tricky as well, because I think I really wanted to do that. And at the same time, I was... uh, There's a part of me who's like, who doesn't like it. Mm. And there's always those moments in life where you have to choose between. It's almost like pushing yourself yeah. to do the thing that you're scared of as well. Yeah. Yes. Isn't it? Yeah. And on that yeah. journey of that success and this outward success behind the scenes, when have been sort of the times that you've questioned yourself and and had to really dig deep to keep going on this mm-hmm. amazing career? Uh, I've had like moments where I was, uh, I really felt incapable you know, and uh, very, um, I felt like, like many, many actors, I would say, or like many people, an imposter, you know, and you have this little voice, you know, uh, who's like, where you judge it, ju- judge yourself, and it's absolutely terrible. Uh, but, uh, you know, I, I really, I try to do things with my heart. And that's, I think, the most important thing, really to, to love what you do and, and to, uh, to enjoy every moment, take the best, you know, uh, the most of it. Like, this is how, this is what I try. And sometimes I, I don't succeed to that, but um, um I, I, anyway, it's like, um, I feel, I feel very lucky, you know, I feel very, very lucky. And, and, uh, as I, I mean, I, I've often said that, but for me, like cinema, it's really something that saved me. I'm so excited to see what you're going to do next, especially the French dispatch. I mean, I've been waiting for it for like (laughs) two years now, and that's going to be such another amazing moment for you in a Wes Anderson movie. It was it was incredible and it, uh, it's a bit like uh, James Bond. It really felt like a family, you know. And I love to I love to uh, um, to watch also them working. You know, all those amazing actors like on on James Bond and on the French Dispatch. You know, to have the chance to work with amazing actors, it's uh, it's it's great. So I'm I'm really like it happened to me like a few times to watch like an actor acting and uh, and and to 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 um, forget to say the line <laughs> well i mean i don't know how you get any lines out acting across down across and sometimes, sometimes i i can't huh 
I tell you, it happened also to me. Like the sound couldn't come, you know, out. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's been amazing speaking to you. And we well, always you. end with one final question. And that mm-hmm. it always is. In the mm-hmm. reign of your life, Queen Leia, mm-hmm. what is the one rule you will always live by? In French, you would say, qui ne tente rien n'a rien. Which means um if you don't if you don't uh if you don't dare doing something nothing will happen something like that i love that <laughs> like you have to dare to 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 have something you know if you don't if you don't dare if you don't do it then nothing will happen you have to provoke something to have something in a way I love that. And you have to put yourself out there like you do. And that is something I'm definitely going to take away from this conversation. And just thank you so much for speaking to me. I literally loved it. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for joining me for another incredible episode of Rain. I really hope you found something to take away from this chat. And if you have, let me know. Get me on socials at Josh Smith hosts and the Royal email bag is always open for your problems. And as always, if you enjoyed this episode, please like, rate, subscribe or follow. And ultimately, please share this conversation with someone you think needs to hear it. It might just open up the conversations you never knew you needed.